to the Daddy Sharps podcast. This is episode 57, everybody. And my name is Luke. And I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make the sharpest bets we can. And John, we're just a couple of dads who break down the games that your square hole buddies are too scared to break down. Hey, everyone. Be sure to check us out on social media at Daddy Sharps and at Daddy Sharps Podcast. And we're also on YouTube. Did you know that? Did you know that, John? Oh, oh I knew it, baby. Our little faces are up there up. for everyone. You set it up. Check us out. And we've got a ton of stuff. Really yes. cool photos and other stuff on our website at DaddySharps.com, including our featured bets, which are exclusively on DaddySharps.com. I got to tell you, last week we did very well in the featured bet section. Very well. On the best bets, I had some issues. We always begin our podcast by telling it like it is. We got to keep it honest, my man. And that means recapping our best bets from last week, even if it's a painful week. And Luke, we're combined three and five. When you consider that's a painful week, it's actually not that bad. But three and five on best bets last week. Not horrible. We mitigated the losses. It's not where we want to be, but as as Pete Carroll, coach of the Seahawks, my beloved Seahawks, says, <laughs> hey, man, it's, it's, it's tell the truth, not Monday, but this for us, it's tell the truth Wednesday. Tell the truth Wednesday. Yes. You own it and you make you make decisions to change your course and you move on. Hey, again, I want to reiterate, though, these are not the only bets that we make. We did really well overall. Again, I hope you're doing that as well, listeners. And we just need to maybe sometimes reorder our bets because yep. I am mostly the loo- the loose one here, the loose cannon, the uh, the one who fails us on the best bets. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> All right. Hey, man, I'm going to make it quick so we can move yes. on to our best bets for this week. In the NFL, okay, my first best bet was Chiefs at the Vikings. I like the Chiefs to cover four and a half. Hey, they covered up to seven. That Not was bad. a winner. Yep. That was a winner. Thank you. And – Another teaser bet. Another teaser bet was my second best bet. I teased the Saints up to seven and a half against the Patriots. Oh, my God. Who saw that coming? And I teased the Jets up to seven and a half against the Broncos. Sorry, John. But that was another winner. (laughs) I was with you on it. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Good, good. You won. You won. Hey, in college, in college, Marshall at NC State, the Wolfpack, I told you they would win and cover at home. Given six and a half points, they won by a touchdown, so that's a winner. And my loser, Old Dominion University, the Monarchs, not the butterflies, but the Lions. Wanted the although butterfly. They, although they scored more like butterflies than Lions. <laughs> they were at Southern Miss. I like the over at 60, uh, 56, I should say, 56 and a half, but the total was 30. What the heck happened there? Yeah. Uh, uh, I was a loser. All right. So rough week for this daddy sharp here. Oh, and four in the best bets. But like we said, we killed it in the featured bets. Go figure. So here's the carnage. Western Kentucky at Louisiana Tech over under 59 and a half. My best bet there was under 59 and a half. Luke, me and you were watching this game together. Scoreless fourth quarter was preserving the under up until the last minute when it didn't. Ridiculous. So that was a loser. San Jose State at Boise State, minus nine and a half. We're going to get more into this game later in the best bet section, but Boise State was my pick, minus nine and a half. They got off to a horrible start as San Jose State got out to a huge lead. Boise State roars back in the second half, and they win by eight. I needed nine and a half. So yes. did I. I told you. <laughs> great game, Ten- though. Great game. Yep, great game. Tennessee at Indy, minus one and a half. My best bet there. 
uh, was Tennessee. And Luke, I had the right side here. I Actually, I had it at plus one and a half. Tennessee plus one and a half. I had the right side. I was winning. And the main reason I liked this bet, Anthony Richardson was starting. Well, wouldn't you know, Anthony Richardson gets hurt. Minshew comes in, pulls some magic, and the Colts win and my Tennessee Titans lose. Then the New Orleans Saints at the New England Patriots. The Patriots minus one and a half. Hey, I looked at this as I can't lose my justification here. No way Belichick comes off the worst loss of his career and loses at home. He is a great coach and he's great in these bounce back spots. Uh, Belichick gets the second worst loss of his career after he suffered the first worst loss of his career. My fatherly advice here, just know when you're owned. The Patriots are my daddy, Luke. They're my daddy. And I bet the Pats, and I will not make that mistake again. I bet the Pats and the two worst losses in Belichick's career back-to-back. And I make this pledge. I'm off New England Patriots games for the rest of the year. Wait, 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 I'm wait, done. Wait, 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 wait. Repeat that? I'm off New England Patriot games for the rest of the year. I'm on to week six. I'm on to week six. I don't care if I'm betting for them or against them. The data likes it. It's it's a sign. My fatherly advice. Statement from the daddy in Denver. I know when I'm owned, Luke. I know when I'm owned. And they're my daddy. (laughs) We both, but we both talked about this last week that this was a bet really on Belichick. Uh, We all know the quarterback situation in New England and it's solidified. That that kid is just going to, he's going to be sitting a bench somewhere, if not out of the NFL in the next year or so. That's true. It was a bet on Belichick, and you know what? Maybe it's time to not bet on Belichick anymore. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I heard a a stat today. I heard a stat that uh, – what? why am I losing – forget it. You know what? I I think I put his his name out of my mind. I can't even remember the quarterback's name for the the Patriots. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Thank God. Thank you. Also known as Pick 6. Pick six, right? And, that, and that's my <laughs> point. That's my point. I, I, you know, really seriously, I think I just, I, I when I, when I drop teams like you, I just, I, they're out of my mind, and I just like, I move yes. on. Yes. Matt Jones. The stat is he's had more pick six in his uh, young career at, uh, at home Ooh. than Tom Brady has had at home in his entire career. Oh, or or, or had I should say past tense. Crazy think about that. All that's right. nuts. That's shall nuts. We, shall we move on? Yes, let's move on, sir. Let's All go right. to the college best bets first. You're on to week six in, in, in NFL, and I'm on to week seven with you. I'm going to yes. bring you along for our week seven best bets in college football. Hey, starting to get into the thick of conference play this week. I think there are a lot of good bets out there, and I'm going to start with Marshall at Georgia State. Georgia State laying one point at home. Mm. The mm. over-under is 55. My best bet, Georgia State to cover that one point. Nice. Marshall looked great against NC State last week, only losing by a touchdown. But this is a perfect rebound spot for the Panthers, who were embarrassed last week, losing to Troy by 21 points. Yikes. Let me break it down a little more for you, John. Both teams average 31 points per game. Both have good quarterbacks. The Panthers, Darren Granger, has more than 1,100 yards passing and seven touchdowns already this season. But he also averages 57 rushing yards per game. Not bad. Hmm? With a thundering herd, Cam Fancher has more than 1,200 yards passing and six touchdowns, and he averages 46 rushing yards per game. 
So what's the difference? The difference is defense. And what's your favorite category that you always tell me about every week? Every week. Turnovers, baby. Turnovers. Marshall's defense is allowing three more points per game than Georgia State. And they are minus four on the turnover differential between the Uh two teams. Mm. Which makes my best bet. Georgia State minus one at home. Nice. So we talked before the podcast. I, I may have let you in a little bit on this bet, and I gotta, I gotta. Oh no! Look at this guy. <laughs> I just don't know. I just don't know. But I just don't know. But I, I have a feeling yep. that you're gonna make a, a great effort to convince yes. me, like yes. you usually do. And so here we go. It's rebound and week for John. That's right. And I gotta tell you, this year for betting, these are two of my favorite teams. These are two of my favorite teams, and they're playing each other. So I gotta pick a favorite kid. And I'm going to go with it. Wyoming at Air Force. Air Force minus 10 and a half. The over under 45. And Luke, my best bet here, Wyoming plus 10 and a half. I guess that makes me a cowboy. I'm here going go. with Wyoming again. Here I've we done go. it a few times this year. And all year yeah. I have preached the toughness of this team. They're never out of the fight. A couple of weeks ago, they beat a good Appalachian State team with a blocked field goal for a touchdown. Then Appalachian State drives down the field and Wyoming gets the game ceiling interception in the red zone in the final minute. Last week, they beat Mountain West powerhouse Fresno State. They played top 10 team Texas in Texas as a 30 point underdog and covered by 10. Wait, wait, with a backup quarterback. That's who Wyoming is, my man. And here they are again, underdogs by a large number against a team that many think should be in the top 25 Air Force. These are conference opponents, and Wyoming is very good against Air Force over the past 10 years. Six and four straight up, an amazing eight and two over the past 10 years against the spread. In nine of those games, Wyoming was the dog. So check this out, Luke. There's been a double-digit favorite in this series, 10 or more points, Four times. I'll give you one guess on who the favorite was. Double digit. Air Force. All of those times, Air Force has been the favorite by double digits. And Wyoming is three and one against the spread as a double digit underdog to the Air Force Falcons. The one game Wyoming didn't cover, three turnovers by Wyoming to Air Force is none. And you, we already just talked about turnover ratio here. So that that's key on paper air force has the numbers behind them number one rushing offense number 16 scoring offense number two overall defense in college football but as i've been telling you for three weeks wyoming's story is not in how they look on paper they have no quit they are never out of the fight now i'm going with wyoming here but the major story to watch is the Wyoming running back. He is averaging seven yards a carry and has been the most explosive player on the Wyoming offense. He was hurt in the fourth quarter of the Fresno State game last week, and he is listed as questionable for this game, which usually means they're 50-50. The coach is holding him out of practice, and in his latest press conference Wednesday morning, he said he's optimistic he's going to go. My best bet here, and the number is key, Wyoming plus 105 you have to have that half point in there. I don't like it at 10. Don't like it at 10. Do not like it at 10, sir. Okay. <laughs> what I want to know is, when are we going to get spreads on, I know Air Force, but what about Space Force? Oh, sometimes they wear the Space Force helmets. Yeah, that's right. Because you yes. can graduate in, in, in either now at the Air Force Academy. Yeah. Yep. Where's Space Force? 
Where is it? <laughs> I want Space Force. I want Holyfield. I want Space Force. Yes. <laughs> Did I convince you? Do you like it? You feel a little better about that bet? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you. Gosh hey. darn it. I'm going to tell you. There we go. I'm going to tell you. There we go. <laughs> as long as I convince you on this one right here. And uh, and uh, this this is uh, data likes this one. Data likes this one because the line moved. Oh, and yeah, it it did. I did it. No, it didn't. It didn't. No, not in this one. I'm thinking of a different game. I'm sorry. So you, I'm you. I'm just gonna you know, just go with me on this one. I'm We've going got with you. I'm Southern going. Methodist University SMU oh. at East Carolina. Big road trip for him, but SMU laying 12 and a half on the road. 12 and a half point Ooh. favorites. The over-under is 49 and a half. And my best bet is the under 49 and a half. So this line opened at 50, and it's now trending the way we like it. So nice. yes. that's good. Yeah. Buy it right now. <laughs> uh, ECU, check this out, is one and four and allowing – they're one and four – uh, you know, on their season, horrible, and they're allowing 25 points per game. SMU is three and two, and they're allowing 18 points per game. SMU has hit the first half game total under in four of five games this season, but they've hit their team total under in four of their five games this season. Huge, right? Huge. That's a trend. That's a trend we like East to see. Right. Low numbers. East Carolina has hit the game total under in three of their five games this season. Both teams have issues at running back, a lot of injuries there, a lot of running backs questionable for this game. And 49 Yes. Key number, key number in college football totals since, which means if you don't know what a key number is at 49, since 2017 is, is where this data comes from a little more than two and a half percent of totals have hit 49 of all college football games. So I like the hook there and I think, you know, I'm going to buy it definitely at 49 and a half, but it is also a best bet under 49 and a half. There you go. I like it, sir. I like it. I will be with you on that one. Thank you. I'm going back to an old friend. They may oh, have did me wrong last week, but oh, I like it, sir. I like them. Boise State minus seven at Colorado State. My old school over under 62. Best bet here. I'm going with the Boise State Broncos minus seven. I think the data is very underrated on this team. This is a good team that played a very difficult schedule early on. They started year 0-2 after falling to UCF and the school right in your own backyard there, Luke. Washington, both top programs in the country. And Fresno State has since battled their way back to 3-3. Three and three, And this is the preseason favorite to win the Mountain West. Last week, Boise State kind of highlighted it in our bet recap earlier. They got hit in the mouth by San Jose State. Down 27-7 to late in the first half. This team showed me something in that game, though. Scoring 28 unanswered points and winning the game by eight, nearly covering a nine-and-a-half-point spread, despite being down by 20. This is only the second game they are favored in this year. 1-0 and against the spread as a favorite, and that first one they covered, that was 14-and-a-half. So these guys can do it, and that just goes to show you how tough their schedule has been. Boise State's usually not an underdog to very many schools. On the Colorado State side, 
Uh, we have a we have a quarterback issue, sir. We have a quarterback that has played five games this year, and he's thrown ten picks, ten interceptions. For those not good at math, that's two a game. And he's coming off a three interception game last week with absolutely no touchdowns to speak of. Colorado State's defense, one of the worst in the country, ranked 131st. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Luke. I think there's only 133 schools. You that ain't are good. Correct, sir. <laughs> That ain't good. We ranked 131st. The numbers don't add up. And then you look at the history. Oh, boy. No Mountain West opponent has played Boise State worse than Colorado State. Going 0-12 since 2011. They have not beaten Boise State ever, my friend. Including last year's little number. Last year's little doozy. A 49-10 beatdown. And you go look at these scores, Boise State beats them by a lot, usually. Those head-to-head matchups, Boise State is 8-2 and two against the spread. Boise State keeps the streak going and easily covers a 7 here for my best bet of this game. Boise State minus 7. Yeah, I'm going to tell you again here. I, I just don't understand this line. And I don't, uh, you know, it perhaps, I mean, what do you think? Is it, an, is it an overreaction to what happened last week? I think it's an overreaction to what happened last week. They were down 27-7. And then I also think it's people that aren't looking at who Boise State is playing. They they have three losses, but it's Memphis, Washington, and UCF. And UCF, at the time of that loss, was a top 20 program. And Washington, as you know, uh, I think they're ranked eighth in the country right now. That's right. That's right. Um, and, it, of course, it was a bad loss. But, I mean, how are you going to keep up with Washington and it was in Washington that was week one I think it's an overreaction to their record and I don't think you're gonna as weird as this sounds it is college football I don't think you're gonna find spreads this low for Boise State the rest of the year Penix uh quarterback for Washington of course uh transfer through the portal portal but that that kid is he's a Heisman hopeful uh I think this this week uh the the dogs are here at home against the Oregon Ducks huge rivalry they hate Game each day. other yeah. and they are number 8 and number 9 in the country college game day is here in Seattle John oh last time we saw college game day was you and me at CU <laughs> Boulder a few that's, weeks back that's right we were in Boulder when they were the the talk of the town what happened Met- Met the bear, met the, <laughs> met bear, the bear in met the Boulder. Bear. Took yes. some photos of the stadium, and you can catch all that stuff on our website at daddysharps.com. We've yes. got plenty of photos up there, so yep. check that out as well. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. with you on that one. Mm-hmm. Shall we? Shall we oh. transition to the NFL, the dun, National dun, 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 Football League? Our Let's do it. Butter. Our bread and, and all. butter. Start us off with a teaser. Ooh, with let's a go. Teaser. I like it. Luke's always always got the teasers. And yes, first game, first leg of that teaser. I'm looking at the New Orleans Saints at the Houston Texans. New Orleans Saints on the road land one and a half points. The over-under in this one is 42 and a half. CJ Stroud has proven himself in my mind. I think in a lot of minds. How about you? You on board? Yes. Yes. You on the CJ train? Hey, I am too. He's, he's breaking records. He looks legit. Texans are a better team than they've been in the past. That said, the Saints defense is playing a lot better. Lights out. They're really good. They're yep. really good. And yes. I'm 
I'm still skittish, though, about betting the Texans after all those years of just being horrible. Yes. So this is why I'm doing a teaser. It's going to be a close game, and I really do think that. And I and I love New Orleans Saints at one and a half, and I think we're going to talk about that later, especially in our featured bets. Uh, yes. But uh, because it's a close game, I'm teasing the Texans up through the seven to seven and a half. My next leg, Monday Night Football. Oh. The Cowboys from Dallas at the Chargers from Los Angeles, the LAC. Mm-hmm. Dallas land two points in this one. The over under 51. Time to fade the Cowboys, John. Time to Ooh. fade the Cowboys. Yes. After they got beat up last week to San Francisco. And I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna lean on you a little bit. What you what's a little statistic you heard this past week about uh San Francisco teams that play San Francisco about beating getting beat up? Oh yeah. So I still gotta break these numbers down, but uh Teams that play San Francisco, the most physical team in in the NFL right now, they do not do very well against the spread. I'll have to get the exact numbers for you guys, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's usually a safe bet bet to bet against them the following week because they get so beat up. It's very comparable to the old. I don't know if you remember the the old two thousand Baltimore Ravens. Oof! Like after you played them, you were all beat up and you never could cover the following week. Battered and bruised, like literally beat up is what we mean. Yes. Literally. Yes. On the other side, though, the Chargers are rested after a bye, and Eckler is back. He's uh-huh. supposed to be back anyway. But yes. the safer play here, I'm going to do the safer play because it is Dallas after all. And after that loss, you never know. You know, it could be a rebound week. Uh, so I'm going to tease the Chargers up to eight and a half. So just to recap, my best bet is tease the Texans up to seven and a half and the Chargers to plus eight and a half, and that is a best bet. That's how the daddies do it. Nice, and we're going to stay with one leg there. I'm going to take the straight bet, my friend. New Orleans minus one and a half at Houston. You already gave the total, 42 and a half. Best bet here for me, New Orleans Saints minus one and a half. So before we dive into why we're betting this, we got to look at how the New Orleans Saints season has gone so far. Little deep dive into the year of the Saints so far, my man. A, they have a great preseason. Car and the offense look fantastic. Olave's catching really long passes in the preseason. Week one, they get a divisional win over the Panthers. Panthers now don't look very good at all. Then they go to 2-0 and in the first two weeks. Week three, they build a 17-0 lead before Carr injures his shoulder and leaves the game. Green Bay scores 18 unanswered to win that game. Week four, Carr returns, but as me and you talked before, probably a little too early. 13 of his 23 completions are behind the line of scrimmage to the running back. The guy can't throw deep in that game. They lose 26-9 to Tampa Bay. Week five, Carr looks like his preseason self. I think he's getting healed up, and they demolish the Patriots 34-0. The point here. I think New Orleans is back, and it took a minute to mesh with a new QB, the new system, to get Alvin Kamara back. Houston, I still like the Houston T's, but I'm just saying Houston has faced a top-five defense for the second time this year. That's going to be the New Orleans Saints, who are currently ranked fourth in the league. The first time they played a top-five defense in this league, it was Baltimore in week one, and they lost by 16. I think Cam Jordan is listed as questionable, but he's already practicing on a limited basis. He's, he's going to be back for this game. He's going to be in Stroud's face all day. We also have some trends developing here too, my man. A lot of close spreads 
where the home team is a dog. Overall, away teams are 41 and 32 and five against the spread on the year. That's a 56% win rate. And if you end the year with a 56% win rate, you're making a lot of money. You also have home dogs cashing in at 41% on the year. And early in our data, the small road favorites have actually been some of the better bets against the spread this year. So give me the Saints minus one and a half on the road. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And I'm going to tell you, and I love the Saints at one and a half there. And I also like the Texans teased up. I I just like it. Yes. Yep. And I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to be teasing. I'm going to play both sides there. Double dipper Rooney. Yes, I like it. Right, Double for my next best bet, I've got the Minnesota Vikings, and I'm really curious what you're going to think about this one. I really, I really want your your honest opinion. Don't give me that. Don't give me the stuff. Give me yes. the juice. Yes. Give me the juice. The juice. Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears. The Vikings laying two and a half on the road. The over under in this one is forty four and a half. My best bet. You got to take the Vikings. At the minus two and a half. You got to take them. You got to take them. Yeah, I know. Yes. I know. I know. I know. And I talked about you, talked with you about this earlier in the week. You know, Just, Justin Jefferson's on my hour. He's, he's out. He's out. I know. <laughs> no, it wasn't just <laughs> yes. you. I don't mean to pick on you. I'm not picking on you. Yep. No, I, I heard it from that. everyone. You know, you know yeah. Jefferson's out. Jefferson's yeah. out. I, I know that. I know. <laughs> A couple yes. factors here, though. The Vikings need to win. They need to win now to save their season especially in a a, a divisional game like this time to fade the bears, dude time to fade the bears after their big win last Thursday, dude, the bears defense is still one of the worst in the league. They are second worst in DVOA. What, what, what's the worst in DVOA? Oh, those Denver Broncos. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Justin Fields had a great game, but he's still one of the worst quarterbacks, if not the worst quarterbacks in the league. We're getting Kirk Cousins and the Vikings to win by a field goal here. By a field goal. We got to take that. We got to take the field goal. Yes. Look, at this spot, and and the data speaks volumes. At this spot, I have the two-and-a-half-point favorite covering six out of seven times so far this year. nice nice Huge. yep and now let's get into it ready here's my rant the bears are in a really awkward spot right now they won a game in prime time against the commanders who went three and out against the bears defense most of the first half the commanders rank 26th overall in dvoa overall mm. that's not good the bears are 29th in DVOA on offense, 29th. They're 31st, as I mentioned, in DVOA on on, on defense. Yes. John, to quote the late, great Dennis Green, (laughs) the Bears are who we thought they were. (laughs) The Bears are who we thought they were. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Crown them. (laughs) But... The Daddy Sharps are not going to let the Bears off the hook. No, No. we're not. Huge mistake against a Vikings team that is 12th in DVOA on offense. My best bet, the Vikings, minus two and a half. Mic drop. Boom. Hey, I like you on this. I'm not even... 
I saw you drop the mic there. I, I actually dropped. I actually dropped the mic. There you I go. saw you do it. <laughs> uh, I actually like you on that, and I think I think everybody that listens to this podcast knows how I feel about Justin Fields. This guy, I don't like turnovers, and Justin Fields not only throws picks, he likes to fumble the ball as well. I can't. Think about, I can't think about think about this. He's he's due. He's due for turnovers because he had zero. And actually, bet I, I bet a prop last week that he yep. would have uh, under. Uh, 0.5 interceptions and i won that but he's yeah. due he's yeah. so due he's gonna throw two or three yep Jeez. not good not good sir <laughs> all right i'm going with another team i sir i'm in love with this team i was in love with this team in august i knew i was gonna bet them a lot this year they just know how to play football can i say that <laughs> I think I could say that. You can Philadelphia, say that. minus six and a half at the New York Jets, 42 and a half. My best bet here, Philadelphia, minus six and a half. I cannot believe that number was even offered. The play here is to get this line under seven, currently sitting at seven at most spots, but it was at six and a half earlier in the week. And if you are seeing sevens across the board, like we are on Wednesday night right now, the half point's worth it. It's worth a buy on this game. Ortiz, Philly down through the three. On the year, the Eagles have quietly been a covering machine, going 3-1-1 one, and one against the spread. The reason they've been quiet, they're just winning in a not-so... They're dominating, but not a flashy way. Not like San Francisco. And San Francisco's been the team that's been getting all the NFC headlines. The most impressive part for me about the Philadelphia Eagles this year is how they're winning, how they're covering the spread. They can win shootouts. They can slow the pace down. They can run all over you. And they do this mid-game. They're willing to switch their entire offense mid-game, change on the fly when something isn't working. They'll come out and air it out in one drive, and then very next drive, they'll just run it 15 times with DeAndre Swift all the way down the field. It's amazing. The Jets... These guys are coming off a game where Zach Wilson actually looked good against uh, what's what's that team again? Who'd they play? The sorry, Denver. I'm so sorry. I'm Broncos. so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> he, he, I don't think he looked that good. He he, he looked okay, right? Yeah, Did, that's he right. Looked great. That's what I'm going to get into here. His last okay. game, he's against Denver. Not only yeah. the worst defense in the league right now, but one of the worst in the history of the game. And the Jets had, if you look at their score. Five field goals, a 72-yard touchdown run by Brees Hall, and two defensive scores, one touchdown and a safety. I don't think I see a Zach Wilson touchdown anywhere in here. Nope. Wilson wasn't exactly lighting it up, and now he gets to face the 11th best defense in the league. A key factor for me in this game is the legs of Jalen Hurts. The Jets have a great defense. That's all we hear about, how great this defense is. They can carry him places. They had Aaron Rodgers. They'd be in the Super Bowl already. But the one weakness is the rushing quarterback. Gain Green has given up the second most rushing yards to the quarterback position in the NFL this year. <sighs> That's not good against Jalen Hurts, my man. Another key stat for me, third down conversions, win football games, and they win spreads. Pop quiz, Luke. Who is the best third down conversion team in the league? Uh, who? Who is someone who's never been in my living room? <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, that's yes. Funny. Who is the second worst third down conversion team in the league? God, the, the New York Jets, 26%. I, I put the number in there, 26%. Most of the league oh, is gosh. bad if you're under 40%. 
26%. The key number here for Philly, minus six and a half. That's my best bet. You're seeing a lot of sevens right now. Just teased it. Just take the half point off. Take Pay the price. Take the money. Profit's profit. Yeah, I, I like that too. I like it too. I, I, I've i heard a lot of uh, conversations uh, between a, a lot of people saying you got to take the Jets at the plus seven. I After last week though, you know, I, I think it's just one of those things that people have in their mind that that's what you're supposed to do. And I yeah. get it. I get it. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, I, you can't do that. Oh yeah. God. It's going to be a bloodbath. Philly's clicking. They're clicking. Yep. Yep. They're going to figure it out and just get better and better and better. New offensive coordinator. They're going to get better. And that, that weakness for the jets defense, the rushing quarterback, that's, that is, this is not the quarterback you want to face when you, that is your weakness. <laughs> no, no, this not is good. not, it's not the quarterback you're looking for. Shout no. out to, shout out to our buddy humps. He loves Star Wars. That was yes. for him. That was for him. If you're listening, Humps, we love you, Humps. I think if we're gonna make it a thing, like we're gonna just gonna like uh, do a shout out to Humps during the uh, different parts of the podcast, and uh, yes, yes, and secret spots. He sure knows who listening. he is, and then yes. listeners can figure out who the heck is Humps. All right. Yep. <laughs> hey, quick, quick reminder: uh, we've got a ton more bets on college and the NFL, and we like to call them our Daddy Sharp's featured bets. These are bets that we also love; they're just not best bets necessarily, but we share them all exclusively on our website. Again, DaddySharps.com. So check those out. And then let's do, let's do a little recap here, my man. A little recap, recap of our college recap and it. NFL best bets. We just talked about it, the NFL. I love Philadelphia, minus six and a half over the New York Jets. Come on, come on. And the I New Orleans that. Saints, minus one and a half at Houston. I'll take that defense against the rookie quarterback, even though he does look like Dan Marino out there. And then Boise State, minus seven at Colorado State. I love Boise State there. And I love Wyoming catching the 10 and a half at Air Force. Do not buy 10. You got to have that half, that hook. You gotta have the ten and a half. Gotta have the hook. Okay, I like the I like all of those. I'm I'm with you on all those. Even Wyoming it did plus ten and a half. Let's right. go. Let's Scares go. me, but let's go. Let's go. All right. <laughs> NFL recap real quick. Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I, I, uh, at uh, the Chicago Bears. I like the Vikings minus two and a half. I think you know Kirk Cousins minus two and a half. Bears suck. I if you don't, I, it's a field goal. It's a field goal. It's all a right. field goal, folks. And then I've got a teaser is my is the best bet. I got the Saints at the Texans, and then my next leg is the Cowboys, the Chargers. I like the Texans, tease them up to seven and a half, and the Chargers up to eight and a half. College football, SMU laying 12 and a half at East Carolina. Uh, my best bet is the under though, 49 and a half. Got the hook there on the key number 49. And then Marshall at Georgia State, Georgia State laying one at home. Best bet, Georgia State to cover. Ah. And that, I love the roar for the Panthers, <laughs> is going to do it for the Dead Sharps podcast this week. But remember, always gamble responsibly and within your means. And the bets that we share are based on our own research. We don't always win. Be sure to check us out on social media. Look for the Daddy Sharps on Instagram and Twitter. And we're going to be back next week with all our best bets and much more. And John, good podcast. Good podcast. Uh, I liked but it, sir. Yeah, but but who's your daddy again? We are. Uh, stay sharp, everyone.